That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't gonna waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. So, uh, how much did you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck did you laugh at? Haters, 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 and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they hated Barry, kiss girls like Katy Perry. I am never sprung, but I spring her, Jerry. Don't try this at home, results may vary. King like T.I., but in the shower, Larry. Hoover, Hoover, Bofa, American gangsta, Chu Chusus, Kota. Rappers get nasty in the booth, but I'm gross, I can't even stomach myself. Oh, sir, more realer, cause I'm closer. Had girlies and girdles way more than they supposed to. Poser, no, sir. My hustle, so Russell. I stretch work, yoga. You know I got it down, dog. Al Roca, I used to knock pounds off. It ain't nothing for me to knock nails off. If these and C's praying for my downfall, they're just haters. I wave at you, I'm so player. I never be done, I'm so rayer. We killing the game, it's not fair. You motherfuckers, they right there. Cause we too high up in the air. We blasting off just like a laser. Nigga, boom, boom, boom. Give me back, give me room, room, room. DB9 like boom, boom, boom. Young ho, what we doing, doing, doing? Ballin'. Bitches, eating y'all food, leaving dishes. Why these niggas always talking lead talk, yeah? Why I never see them at the clear port, yeah? Why I always hear they at the airport? Why I fly daily like I'm in the Air Force? Therefore, please stop talking my ass off, millionaire talk. You haters, you mad at me cause your paper. Need to get this motherfucking weighed up. Hold up. Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking, musician, inflicting composition of pain. I'm like Scarface, sniffing cocaine, holding an M16. See with the pen, I'm extreme. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for another episode. Yes, sir. And uh, I think this is episode 44. 44? Woo, we get no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we got a new episode, and um, we got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. But you know, I want to thank um, our newest location that's downloading the podcast, Aberdeen, Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. Woo woo! So we only with the kilts, ain't we? Even the Scottish dig uh, black guys and tip. You know yes, what I'm saying? Even men in skirts dig us. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it's funny too because kilt. Um, is a Scottish word and an African American word, so you know, like he killed them niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I think that's just a pronunciation. Oh, well, I like, it's, not, it's not the same thing. I like to think we both invented it. Okay. You know? Um, and we're the under thinking of kilt. We're the unofficial podcast of uh, Bullet Ball. Yes, we are. Combining bullets and balls into one sport. Yes, sir. So African American youth, you get on your grind. You might not be able to play basketball, but you be able to play some bullet ball. And, uh, uh, fun for everybody. Speaking of basketball, congratulations to my co- cousin, Anthony Morrow. Yay! He was on the podcast not too long ago, and I mean, just like all our guests on the podcast, they go on to financial prosperity. That's why I don't understand why <laughs> more people don't want to be on this podcast. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, Anthony was on this podcast two weeks ago. Today, he's a millionaire. Think about it. I know it's so. Think about that is all I'm Get saying. Get that money. 
Yeah, think so. Y'all need to go ahead and uh, see if y'all can drive over to Charlotte and get on the, on the podcast. That, that's probably why the, the dude on incentive report was trying to get up with us, then, huh? Yeah, he want to get paid. I don't blame him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and speaking of which, I forgot to mention the Insanity Report or the Insanity Check podcast mm-hmm. last week when I was suggesting podcasts for Key to listen to. Uh, also, two other podcasts, Doug Loves Movies. Yeah, um, that's a good one. And uh, Seen Unseen, which is, both of those are movie podcasts. And yeah. If you're a movie buff, those are two good ones to listen to. Um, don't forget July's Undress Month. So, I still haven't got any naked pictures. You haven't. But the blackouttips at gmail.com, be the first, ladies. Okay? I'm talking to you. One of you is considering it right now, and you're a little shy. Go ahead and hit send. Ha, 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 ha. Like I said before, and I stand on it, I don't want to see him. Send him straight to him. I got an iPhone 4. You did. And um, I talked to Travis today, and me and Travis did uh, FaceTalk or something, FaceTime. And it's where uh, you can talk to each other, looking at each other through the iPhone. Like that commercial? Yeah. How was it? It was dope, man. Sue was there. Um, oh, Sue told me to tell you how. Oh, so you can see all the people in the background? Well, if you turn the phone towards them, yeah. Wow. It was pretty awesome, man. I'm I, jealous. I liked it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's iPhone 4. I still haven't dropped a call yet. It's going on two days now. I'm just saying. Uh, but I did get a case for it because I heard all those, you know, don't touch it in the left corner. It'll blow up, you know. So uh, I got a case for it, and it's working out fine so far. I like the phone, and uh, it's much faster than my old phone. So, hey, that's what's up. Yes. Um, so, yeah, anyway, man, um, don't forget, guys, you can go to our Podomatic page. Uh, which uh, Just go to Podomatic.com, P-O-D-O-M-O-T-I-C. And, uh, what is it? M-A-T-I-C. I don't know. What a <laughs> Potomatic, automatic. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, go to Potomatic.com and just search for the Black Guy Tips. We'll um, come up. You can click on the episode and in the player that pops up, it'll say, do you want to, you know, put this on your Facebook page? Put it on your Facebook page. Spread the word for us. Uh, you know, or just copy the URL, um, out of the, uh, top of the, the URL out of the top of the, uh, you know, web browser. Copy and paste it into your status for Facebook, and it'll open up a player on your Facebook page for your friends to see, and they can just hit play and listen to the same podcast you're listening to. It's an easy way to spread the word. Doesn't cost you anything but a couple minutes. Um, and uh, you know, also, of course, thank you guys for donating. Yes. Um, and you can always go to theblackouttips.blogspot.com, or like I said before, search us, search us out on Podomatic, and you can click the donate button. And contribute to the podcast. You know, we definitely need the help and we definitely enjoy spreading the word. And, you know, it benefits us all when we can spread the word because this shit is blowing up. Blowing up. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon I'm going to have to take some of these episodes down just because the bandwidth is going Aww. crazy right now. And I don't want you guys to miss out, you know. Um, on anything. So we thank you guys for donating because the money does go to a good cause. Because eventually we want to do get up like a website and stuff. And then we'll be able to have all the episodes in one location. Yeah. And the official weapon of the podcast is the taser. Yes, it is. So, um. Please believe in some tasings. Yeah, even though the taser had a bad look, uh, with the mix up. But hey, you know what? If that cop who killed Oscar Grant would have actually shot him with the taser, he'd probably still be alive today. Yeah. 
That's crazy, man. And that dude wouldn't be in jail either. Yeah, I ain't saying he should have tased him. No. But at least that motherfucker wouldn't be dead. That's true. So, like I said, it's kind of for their protection and for ours. Because, damn, man, I don't want these motherfuckers shooting me with no gun. No. Like, and especially not no accidental. I was going to tase him, you know. Uh, can you just carry two tasers instead of a gun at all? Ha, ha, two tasers and a baton. So, um, guess who released another mixtape? Who? It's not Osama Bin Laden. Mel Gibson, baby. Oh. oh, he got another one? We got two more volumes of the infamous Melly Mel. You know what I'm saying? The, the gift that keeps wow. on giving. So you want to break this down? You want to break down this audio with me? I will. Yeah, um, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, refresh this page so we can get it popping, pimping. Oh, what the hell? Anyway, um... Let me go ahead and get this audio up uh, real quick, and then we can uh, see see if we can get a little bit of mail in our in our life real quick. Wow, she must have been recording here for months, and just to say, decided she was going to release it all at one time. Ironically, I think this was all one. Um, I think this was all literally one take. You know, I don't think that this was her. Wow. Yeah, I don't think this was oh, her. This is just one ran. She just ran out of space on her phone. Yeah, I think she just hit record, and you know, like thirty. I think they the news report said that the actual conversation or the actual um, what do you call it, the actual audio or whatever, mm-hmm. was like an uncut thirty minutes. Then they bought it from his baby mama, the person who you know sold the rights. They bought it from her, and then she basically had them well. I don't think they even said shit they bought it from her. To be honest, I think they just said they got it, you know? But um, she sold the rights, and then basically they they tried to say, okay, now we're going to cut this up and release it piece by piece to make it more sensational. Yeah, so he let's go ahead and play this audio for everybody out there. Um, the site went down for a second, but it's back up now. You can, did you hear that beep? That beep is her starting her recording device or whatever like she switched tapes or something and you hear that like beep and he he hears that in the background and then this is him this is the start of their conversation after that okay wow so i guess she got that first part of you know about him uh you know wanting her to get raped by a pack pack of niggers and then uh now they're gonna do the second part hang on for me i can i have plenty of energy to drive over there you understand me he sounds like Heath Ledger playing the Joker. He do, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he's putting his makeup on right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a schemer. I'm not. <laughs> I will Gordon make you schemers. disappear. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> listen to me. didn't do anything to you. You are ruining my life. Once again, he's blaming her. Blaming the victim. So, see, she brought this on. Oh, she did? That's what he just said. He said, look what you make me, look what you do to me. Make me have to beat you. Wow. Yeah, I know it's sad that a woman would do something like that to him. But, you know, women are users, male. That's how it goes down. Ah. You make my life so fucking difficult. Well, you know what? It's a, a woman that fucking supports me instead of a woman that sucks off me. 
Well, in all fairness, he did say he wanted her to suck him dry. Remember, because he was gonna burn the house uh, down. Oh yeah, but she yeah. Yeah, he wanted you would blow him first, and I, I'm assuming he wants her to swallow. So suck me dry, and then, I mean I don't know. She's trying to do what he wants her to do. He, she he just can't. She can't please him. Ah uh, uh, No pleasing, Mel Gibson. Make up your mind. Well, Mel, what what's your track record on relationships? Because you know, beating bitches and cheating on them, you you're, you're kind of over two right now, at least. Ha ah, ha! Ah, you know. Stiffy game up. Pot calling the kettle black. Listen to me. You don't love me because somebody who loves does not behave this way. I do not. Are you listening? Like One second. One second, please. Can I please? I you know, I, it's sad because after they, after they killed his daughter, you know, he was never the same. I mean, he got revenge on the mob, obviously, but I blame, I blame all this on. I mean, they should have never. They were trying to kill him because he got a little too close. They accidentally killed his daughter. And he's just been off the handle ever since, you know. He's been off the chain. Reli you know, it's just like revenge can only carry a man so far. Uh, that's right. Oh. See, talking about his daughter. Well, well, seriously, at, at this point, do you want to take that one more chance? No, I, no, I think this, this shit is officially <laughs> over. Yeah, I think I think that's a chance I would pass on if I was Oksana. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I don't, you know, is that that's if you're in a relationship and a motherfucker's breathlessly yelling at you and then he goes, "All right, now you got one more chance. This time we're gonna get it right." And on top of that, he tells her to get away from him. Damn it, she not near you. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you want, but I will get you one more chance. You make me want to smoke. You fuck my damn. You care about yourself. You're so when I am so fucking good to you, you. He sounds like a, a WWE wrestler. Ah, like that dude with the mustache. Yeah, or like any, yeah, like the dude with the mustache on uh, on talk suit. But I mean, he sounds just like any of those wrestlers that you know that that heavy breathing they do where they come out and they're like you know Jericho, you're going down tonight, brother. He got his baby old man greasing him down right now. But yeah, you might. I mean, he might have been greased up when he did this shit. I don't know, but talking like that. He's, but he sounds like he's about to hop in the ring with Hulk Hogan and go a couple minutes, you know? I'm coming for you, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> I didn't do anything. I did not do anything. This is your selfish imagination. That's all. I, I <laughs> smile and me. Wow. Well, he, des he deserves it. He's had a long day. 
Wow, that shows your importance on the totem pole, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, honestly, let's let's be fair to Mel. Who wants a blowjob without a smile? Think about it. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't want no. I don't want no angry blowjob. I like, you know, I want the woman to be happy. So I'm with Mel on this one. He's a giver, you know. Uh, not a, he's not a taker. Sleeping with a baby, I'm waking up every two hours. I fell asleep because I was waiting for you because you weren't ready to go to jacuzzi as we agreed. Who the fuck cares? We agreed nothing. You agreed. You just fucking expect shit. Go to the goddamn jacuzzi yourself. Go to the fucking fucking jacuzzi. It's a sin. I was just. I didn't blame you for anything. I was just waiting to sleep. So, I mean, you can hear it right now. They don't have spiritual common ground, okay? She's not trying here. I mean, he is putting forth all the effort in this relationship, and this bitch will not help him out. And the longer and longer he sings, I expect somebody to go, ding, round five. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's jacking off right there. That's that sounds like. Yeah, he was probably like maybe they got the face chat. You know, maybe this is really them sexting. <laughs> but uh, that real sexting ain't it? He got a little too turned on right there. He had to calm down for a second. And That's that Jetson sexting ain't it? What's the load? Yeah. You just enjoy insulting me. That's all. Fuck you! But, I so fucking do because you hurt me so bad. I didn't do anything. I did not do anything. I apologize for nothing. I did not do anything. I apologize for nothing. What? What? Uh, she said she didn't do anything. She apologized for nothing. Uh, okay, that's what happens when you get too worked up in an argument. And somebody says something that throws you off, and you hear him, but you kind of come up with another insult in your mind, and he got stuck right there. So he's just like, "What? Uh, what? Uh, okay." <laughs> Yeah, he couldn't I have ran of, out of ideas. He couldn't think of anything, so he just stuck with what, what. Stop apologizing for nothing. Stop. I know I'm dishonest, cunt. Because you need to apologize for a reason. I wanted to peace. I wanted to have peace. Keep this. Keep this. Because you are balanced. Good enough for me, and instinctively, I feel that. You and I will unbalanced. not be patronized by you, you and are your unbalanced. fucking dishonesty and apologize. You need medication. You apologize because you know you're wrong. You need medication. So I'll accept And if you will not fucking admit that, get the fuck out. And I will But you said she could stay in the house. He sure did. Now she got to get the fuck out because he needs medication. Oh, okay, Mel. Okay. Goddamn right, miserable. You need medication. What? You need, what? You need medication. Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> listen too much, little John, ain't he? I blame hip hop for all this shit. <laughs> Disrespecting women and acting all crazy. You can't. You can't respect your baby mama. What is you, Tyrese? Ha <laughs> I need a woman, not a fucking little girl with a fucking dysfunctional cunt. Oh, you, now see, you don't have to talk about a dysfunctional cunt. That is a low blow, brother. I clear it is. 
up until that part you was doing okay I was on your side now Mel I don't know I mean I fucks with you you made apocalypto okay A bat to the side of the head. I need more lube. I'm not going to be able to finish jacking off here. Oh, man, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I get it. Can you stop now? I didn't know balls could be tied in a knot. Well, when you're bending over backwards, that's kind of what balls do. They go into a knot. Okay, I learn something new every day. Nah, I'm just joking. My balls don't do that. <laughs> I don't have any, so I would not know. I'm sorry. He should start throwing his movie titles in there. He's like, I am at the edge of darkness right now. Okay? Now don't you patriotize me. Okay? You might be brave at heart. <laughs> but I got a lethal weapon. <laughs> in fact, I got five of them. <laughs> He was running out of shit to say, so he's like, don't hang up. That's basically what he was saying, but he was threatening her. Wow. You hang up, coming over there. I'll call the police. What? I'll call the police. You fucking cunt. I'm coming to my house. You're in my house, honey. Yes, but you, honey, don't call cool, honey. You just oh, oh, that's what she draws the line. He, everything else he said was cool, but she, don't, do not be calling me honey, okay? Look. You can tell me you're going to bash my head with a bat. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can tell me how I ain't good for nothing. That's all right. Yeah. But I draw the line at honey. I hate honey. Yeah, I've taken... <laughs> I smoke Virginia Slims. I've come a long way, baby. <laughs> you are not going to just be pay, talking to me down like that, Mel. I know. I hate the honey and the bees. My house. So I'll call the police and tell them there's someone in my house. How about that? You can do that. Well, you are beating her and threatening to kill her. I mean, why would you be the one to call the cops? Um, <laughs> How does that work? I don't snitch, but I also sell drugs. Not with that attitude, Mel. I don't know anybody's gonna blow you in five seconds with you yelling at them like that. Good mm -mm. grief! Sound like when Mel get hit, he just he just yells at them like mystical. I get on the floor! 
Watch yourself. Yeah. Oh, girl. Sorry I caught you now. <laughs> you a fucking blew me. <laughs> that's crazy. That's the worst foreplay I've ever heard. Alright, Claire, that's a turn off. That's what that is. Wow. You don't have any fucking friends except me. And you treat me like shit. So that's why I'm so fucking angry. Because I don't have any friends. Now I try to make one for you and you treat me like shit. And you fucking use me. The career is over. And boy, when I said that, you lit out of here faster than I've ever seen you before. You don't care if you don't say anything. Listen to me. Listen to me. Sound like a little kid. Listen to me. Listen to me. I guess that's like why a lot of... Is a second language or something? Obviously it is. And okay. I, I was going to say, I guess that's why a lot of these like rich dudes go get these foreign chicks uh, that can barely speak English. Like, that's right. I mean, you know how I many conversations Tiger Woods probably had with Elon before she put that golf club to his head? She could barely speak English. She probably was running all kinds of game on that bitch. But I know one thing. Papa Sabah sat here with the golf club. Crosses all racial lines. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Listen. I don't... Listen to me, man. I don't give a damn if you don't spend another penny on me. I don't care. I am just... I am just fearing for the life of my daughter. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm... Listen. Damn! He just dropped the 18 hit combo on that ass. Because I'm saving my life and I'm saving daughter's life. That's what I'm doing. I don't give a damn about my music and I don't give a damn about you spending another penny. I'm saving her life. You almost killed us. Did you forget? <laughs> For real. Damn, you almost killed us and you start mocking her. Damn. You were hitting a woman with a child in her hands. You, what kind of man is that? Hitting a woman when she's holding a child in her hands. Breaking her teeth twice in the face. What kind of man is that? No, you're all angry now. You're gonna get to it. You know what? You're gonna answer. Damn, he said she fucking deserved it. Now, I don't know what she had to do to deserve getting punched in the face with a baby in her hands, but... I don't know either. Must have been pretty despicable. But I tell you this, I love you and all, baby, but you punched me with a baby in my hand. Somebody going to the hospital when the day, when the day is over. You or You're me. right. She did go to the hospital, get them teeth put back in. Oh, well, you, you can go to the hospital, too, because I'm going to put some hands on you. I don't know, man. What's No, Where? she ain't black. What? What? What nothing, nothing. I'm not the one to threaten. I'm threatening. I'll put you in a fucking rose garden, you cunt. Damn. You understand that? Because I'm capable of it. You understand that? Get a fucking restraining order. Mm-hmm. For what? What are you going to get a restraining order for? For me being drunk and disorderly? For hitting you? For what? So he's even, like, mocking his own, like, criminal past where he's like, look, you know, I've already been drunk and disorderly. i already been arrested. What are you going to do? Get a restraining order about it? Nobody, you and, know? And, and the funny part about this is that, um, she's definitely not black because we wouldn't have been recording no conversations. Well, nah, I don't know about that. I mean, this is just proof that white women will take anything just like all the brothers say. 
she, I mean, they they love sucking penis and they'll do anything you tell them, even if you threaten them. I'm just joking. Um, but but I, I guess when it's money, because she was talking about when it don't matter. Well, you gonna get money forever regardless because you got the child by him. So you gonna get some money from him. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess he bankrolled her career or some things like oh, that. Okay. But uh, she used to have a career as like a model before all this happened. Oh, okay. And she stopped working because Mel Gibson, you know, was so jealous and she had her pussy lips hanging out and, you know, ah. he just got so upset about that. It's like you can't do anything around him. Yeah. Yeah. The, I gotta the, put you in your place, girl. The crazy part about this is that this wasn't even Mel Gibson. This is actually Dan Gilbert. That was LeBron he was talking to. Ah, and that was prior to the letter. Yeah, that was before the <laughs> How dare you fucking do this to me? I'm going to put a bat to your head. Uh, you <laughs> Choose another team again, LeBron. Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing is this whole this whole conversation started over um, fake boobs. Yeah, we was talking about fake boobs. Yeah, he got out of control, man. He went off them fake titties and got into some real gangster shit. Fake boobs? Y'all crazy, don't you? Yeah, man. He got ready to burn the house down. Then, guess what? What's up? There's some more. There's some more. Tell me, this nigga got more posthumous mixtapes than Tupac. So if he pays her back, if she pays him back his money, it's over? I don't know. It's over now. Fuck you. How dare you act like such a bitch when I'm being so fucking nice. I did not blame you. You said it was me. You were fucking annoyed at me. For what reason? What? I did nothing but be nice to you. You said I was mean. Dog, what are you being right now? <laughs> wow. If this is if this is him yeah, being she nice, old then, enough to be his daughter. Well, that's just the privilege of being rich. I mean, at the heart of all this, it's really about celebrity privilege and the culture in this that in the U.S. where it's like you get a sec, uh, you just basically keep getting second chances. You basically keep getting your own level of class and your own level of uh, you know tolerance from the folks that watch your movies and shit so it's like you know Mel Gibson can say this shit and I guarantee that somewhere there's people taking up on Mel Gibson's side because he's Mel Gibson they're not like that all they gotta do is release a blockbuster movie or something like that and won't nobody remember these tapes I think this nigga's career is over for the foreseeable future because I can't picture it Anyone? Well, did, did you working with him? He dropped him, didn't he? Yeah, it's his agents dropped him, uh, representation dropped him. I really just can't picture anyone putting him in that movie now. Who's gonna go see that? I just say that again. That'd be protesting what? outside the movie theaters. Yeah, I yeah. hear you. I've done nothing but be nice to you. I didn't blame you last I'm night. this morning for. I wasn't. I wasn't doing anything. Now, in all fairness, I do not believe that all of this is only Mel Gibson. I just know that once you press record, she, you got him. 
Like, she could have said anything. And I know people are like, oh, nah, but, you know, he hit her and all this shit. Hey, I know he's fucked up. I don't agree with anything he's doing. Yeah, but you don't know what she said before and yeah. what she said afterwards. How she said even provoke him. Yeah. Not to justify what he did, but I'm just saying, yeah. it's a, this is a totally one-sided recording almost. Yeah, she's referring to him. Oh, he just referred to her saying, you called me a bitch this morning. You know what I'm saying? So they may have, actually have arguments all the time. And then what she did was hit record once he got riled up and then played it real cool. Like, what? Who, me? You know? Not me. Wait, never mind. What the fuck were you going to say? I, I wasn't going to say about any earlier today. It's just... I was going to say about last night. That's all. Mel really blowjob. Yeah, he is really into the blowjob. I, yeah, I can't blame him. I'm I mean, just saying. He has a, a mouth attached to his penis 24 7. I mean, what's going on here? I don't know, man. He likes to get blown, you I know? A lot. Maybe that's what she used to do before the baby, you know? I, she may have. Babies change. Women change after they have children. And a good punch in the face sometimes is not enough to bring them back. Ah, no. I mean, he's tried everything punch to the face. Threats. Yeah, he's tried everything and she refuses to work with him. Jesus. Wow. Stop being such a bitch, lady. But tell me, you would like that better, yeah? You need a goddamn sleep. We were supposed to go to Jacuzzi and he said, you have to wait for something. So why do you have to wait? You said. You go to the goddamn jacuzzi. I'm, I'm afraid. It's- now they're not even arguing about this anything on topic. It's just random shit that annoyed them. Where it's just like, well, well why didn't you get the milk from the store? You I stupid like cunt it. whore. You know I like Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> you ate all the goddamn cereal. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, my asthma's acting up now. Bitch, you got me smoking. Don't ah. I just waited for you. I waited and waited till I fell asleep, and then. Waited and waited like two and a half fucking minutes. You fucking snore. Don't you dare wait. You're blaming me right now. Now I'm blaming you. You went to sleep. I don't blame you. I deserve to be blown first. Jesus, Mel. Get a prostitute, man. You're rich. Bitches want to blow you all the time. What are you doing? Acting like this. This is what happens when... Remember, ladies, when I wrote that tweet and I said, when's the last time you got some flowers? And a totally unrelated question, when's the last time you sucked a dick? This is what I'm talking about. You see how y'all do? You drove Mel Gibson crazy. Right now, Ike Turner is somewhere shocked and appalled listening to this audio. Okay? Because you have problems more than 
it's not gonna work? You sure about that, Mel? You sure you don't wanna give her that one more chance you were talking about, brother? Mm-hmm. This is just two crazy kids uh, in a mixed up world. No. Trying to. What? You don't agree? No. Uh, you talking about Ike Turner? I was like, that ain't nothing compared to how I used to treat my woman. <laughs> we just didn't have a quarters back then. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you're doing it. And you're a liar. And you're dishonest. And you're fucked up. So you stay the fuck away from me. Now eat the cake, anime. Eat this cake. Eat this goddamn cake. Everybody get out. Party over. Anime. Anime. Don't you die. If you die, I kill you. <laughs> Take care of your fucking son, and I better have my daughter. Cause I'm gonna teach her how to be a lady. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a good father figure in her life. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna teach her how to blow real good. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your daughter to wake up and blow me. I just want my daughter and a maid. It's a restless fucking trouble. They clean up after themselves. This is just like the plot to Ransom. I just want my son. I gotta protect my family. Oh, man. It's your goddamn bed, which you did not. You don't have to worry about emotional blackmail or any other bullshit that you put me through. I just need a nice woman to look after my beautiful daughter. I don't get the fuck already. And to blow me. switched over the tape right there but yeah so that was my main man Mel Gibson and all I got to say is what's love got to do with it not a damn thing you don't think so Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -mm. oh man but uh yeah my man Mel's wilding out and wow and you know what I, I, I think if enough time pass people will forgive him but I think in the foreseen future Anything with his name gonna be straight up boycotted. I just don't see how he could possibly uh, win with this. You know, like what can he possibly do um, to to come out on top and get another job to get another acting gig? I mean, unless he's gonna play Ike Turner and What's Love Got to Do with It Part Two. There ain't that many roles. Ah, the there. white version. Yeah, like maybe he can go start starring a bunch of films on a bunch of movies on Lifetime, but that's about it for him. The abusive man role is already taking over. And speaking of uh, abuse, my man Steve Urkel acting the fool. Acting the fool. Sources familiar with the police report tells us the alleged victim claims Jaleel White, also known as Steve Urkel, on Family Matters. Wow. Allegedly punched his his baby mama in one of her breast implants while they were driving on Pacific Coast Highway two weeks ago with a baby in the car. I like how they throw the with the baby in the car, like, damn, you know? That, it, it don't matter. Damn, yeah. Baby don't mean that. Everybody's punching her. How's a punch in the titty going to affect the baby in the car? The baby don't even understand what's going on yet. Not I ain't saying it's right. breastfeeding or something. I can understand yeah. it then. I ain't understand. And it's a breast implant, and it has foreign bodies in it, okay? That's what got Mel upset, that okay? That's right. So she better hope that she don't get raped by a pack of niggas acting this way. Ah! We're told that she claims that when she got home, White allegedly slapped her, 
pushed it into the toilet so hard that it broke the tank. Sources connected with White's baby mama, Bridget Hardy, tell TMZ Hardy is in fact the alleged victim. We were told that she did not report any injuries. I wonder if you made a you think you made a blow first. Mm-hmm. That that seems to be the standard. Yeah. A refrig a mill uh tells TMZ that there was absolutely no battery, no abuse, and the incident never happened. The rep continues, this is just a ploy on an ongoing custody battle over their young daughter to tarnish his name. Well, I think he got away with it because he just turned into Stefan afterwards. Ah, ah. And once he turned into Stefan Erkel, he was too smooth and the police was like, oh, nothing happened here. Nothing oh, to see. too sweet. But, uh, yeah, so. Got them glasses on. I arrest you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So beating people is what's hot in the streets. Yeah, apparently, that's what's real hot in the streets, ain't it? Yeah. So um, uh, we heard some. Uh, we watched some movies this week. Yes, we did. Um, and the first one that I watched by myself was actually Taken. Taken. Okay, I didn't yeah. watch that one. Lil, I watched Lil, that one. Uh, it's a good movie. It's a revenge movie. Um, it only it's only about an hour and twenty minutes. That ain't bad. And uh, it's the second movie this year I've seen that was an hour and twenty minutes, and I loved it. Uh, the other one, of course, being Black Dynamite. Okay. Um, but yeah, Black Dynamite is great. You know, it's almost like this movie uh, Taken was the plot of just any '80s movie starring, you know, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, somebody like that. Okay. It's, it's just a very simple setup, you know, and then uh, the like maybe twenty-five minutes of setup, and then forty minutes of just revenge. Oh, and he, had a lot of action in it. A whole lot of action, and he's pretty much just on a quest to find. I mean, you know, in the previews they take his daughter. Yeah. So you know, you're on a quest to. He's on a quest to find his daughter within a certain amount of time, and they don't have a lot of the cliches in um, the movie as far as a lot of action movies. They they go overboard and they they make the movie two two and a half hours because they add all these extra scenes with they like don't mean nothing yeah where they have like maybe the daughter uh being told that she's gonna be sold as a sex slave or they have like the they show the daughter like trying to survive and ha- talking to a friend or they show like her friend getting beat up or something you know like they do all these extra scenes about the end of the movie you're like I don't really care anymore about these characters. That's right. And you wasted 40 minutes of my life. Say that again. the movie would have been better if it was shorter. That's right. So this movie, they actually took that advice, took all those personal moments out of the movie and just left it a, a straight action movie, which is what everyone wanted to see. Yeah. And uh, it was excellent, man. I, 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 I tweeted about it a lot. and It seemed like everyone really enjoys this movie. Cool. So, uh, you know, I loved it. Then we watched that cocaine documentary called Hook. Wow. Drugs and illegal drugs and how they got that way. Guys, if you ever get a chance, please go watch this documentary. I learned so much. And it's amazing about how here in our country, so many laws, especially when it came to drugs, but especially with cocaine, got changed based off of racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and it's one of them things where you're like, "Wow, are you see?" And then, and then, and then when they told it, it was obviously lies. But they did anything they could to uh, ban the drugs based off of that. And I think the amazing part was that how years ago cocaine used to be used so openly, so right. freely. You know, I mean, they literally did say you will be raped by a pack of niggers if you give them cocaine. Like, yes, it was, and that's why they passed some of the laws to ban drugs. Yeah, and that's not a joke. Nope. Uh, down south, they were like, 
the Negro, once you get, I love those documentaries where they use the old white man voice yeah. to read like some yes. horrendously racist statement that was in the newspaper or in the law or something. Oh yeah, that, that's hilarious. Yes, um, we, we're just afraid that the Negro will come and rape all our white women and children. So a lot of the people from down here in the Congress were pressing really, really hard and they persuaded a lot of people to pass these laws. Yeah, well they got, what they did was they got cocaine put onto the first ever like FDA regulations like okay. they got it listed as one of the drugs we used to, to regulate because we never had federal regulation of drugs for most of the existence of this country and then all of a sudden it became an epidemic and people had to start making you know they had to do some type of regulation because back then you know how they have that, that joke about snake oil salesmen well back then you literally could roll into a town and go hey I invented a cure all that gives you pepper in your step and what is it Oh, it's snake oil. You just take a teaspoon of this every day and you'll feel better. You'll never get sick. And really, it's like cocaine and, and, and oil. You know what I'm saying? Ah, yeah. And it's amazing how every drug possible back then was laced with cocaine. And, and I know people used to say, well, Coca-Cola was laced with cocaine. I was like, yeah, right. But nah, Coca-Cola literally was had cocaine in it. And, well, and then the medicines would be like active ingredient, heroin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, like, take a little bit of this. And pe- it was turning people into drug addicts. Yes, and, it was. You know, it's kind of like the gift and the curse of our whole medical system being based on profit is that people do some shady shit in the name of profit. And it, ha- it led to us having to have an FDA because left, if you leave people to their own devices, you know, you basically have motherfuckers serving up cocaine. And in liquid form and you know sometimes even injecting it and um, things like that on a normal basis and just calling it medicine and basically you just turning somebody into a fiend mm-hmm. and their quote unquote medicine just makes them feel normal again and then they but they still need it you know yeah and uh you know it's like you know I'll suck your dick for some medicine baby you know that kind of shit I got these two cheeseburgers doctor so um yeah they basically uh, was uh, selling drugs yeah, and calling was. it medicine and, and your doctor was the pusher yeah your doctor was the pusher and they had to start locking people up man mm-hmm. to, to get them off drugs but i mean obviously we we've had drug epidemic ever since these days because we just could not regulate this shit and we refused to for so long and that's true and it's amazing how they talked about the uh our prison system here and yeah. how it got into the where it's Today is not what they intended for it to be, because basically they arrest me for drugs. They put them in there, they push them out. They don't really get them off drugs. They spend billions of dollars fighting a quote-unquote war against drugs, and when the reality is they're glocking up people that don't mean nothing. If you want to really do the war against drugs, you need to go over to Mexico where they're pushing billions of dollars for cocaine across the border. You know, if if you really want to uh, stop the problem, I understand it would just pop up here. But, you know, that's where the book our cocaine comes from. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I really just think that, um, just more concentrating on the older days, because they didn't really get too much into the current day problems with drugs. And that's that true. Much. Yeah, they, they kind of glossed over it. They were just yeah. going over the history of it, and that's what you really can learn in this documentary. Yes. It's not really a diatribe on the prison system or no. whatever, but just weird shit like they used to give, you know, after the slaves were free. You know, of course, black people were still doing slavery labor, but now they were getting paid uh, a little bit of change for it. Yeah. 
And what they used to do on the docks, they would give the black dock workers a hit of cocaine. And they would say, hey, it gives them pep. It makes them more productive. But meanwhile, you're giving these motherfuckers cocaine every day. Yep. And then what happened was they actually didn't have legislation that really could get passed and really ha- say it was an epidemic until white middle class women who stayed at home started getting addicted to drugs. Because they would just yeah. basically, you know, sit at home. They're supposed to raise children. They can't work yet. They don't really have equal citizenship. Yeah. Um, and they sit around getting high and not taking care of their kids. So people are like, hey, this is this is an issue. Yeah. But we can't go and say our white women get high. Let's blame it on niggas. Yeah. You know, so we're just, instead of saying she got high and she had sex with a black man, we're going to say, yeah. we're going to say that they was, if you give a nigga any cocaine, they'll rape him. And then the police actually got higher caliber weapons. Because there yeah, were so was many, crazy. there were so many um, rumors and so many news articles and so many reports. Because listen, this is before the internet. This is before you can confirm shit. This is just taking niggas' word for it. So literally, cops would be like, "This Negro was on cocaine, so I had to shoot him twice. I shot him point blank in the heart, and the Negro proceeded to still come at me. Then I shot him again in the heart." Then we subdued him, and he still wouldn't fall down, and we shot him again. It's like, okay, y'all shot a nigga three times in the heart for some reason, but I doubt I doubt that coke was keeping his ass up after the first one, you know? But um, they ended up getting higher caliber weapons out of basically promoting this fear of cocaine black people and being like, listen, niggas on coke, you got I need a bigger gun, and that's how they end up getting these, you know, higher caliber weapons. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, so, Ryan from the real world, mm-hmm. the dude from Atlanta, mm-hmm. I mean from Arizona, mm-hmm. or uh, White Key, as I like to call him. Ah. Um, is he gay or is he not? What you he think? He is gay. Ain't no if, ands, or but about. Don't no dude in the bed with no dude playing with his ear, hugging up on him. With a blow dry, drying his penis off on the shoe day. Yeah, nobody wants to prove they're not homophobic that bad. Where they gotta sit in the bed and cuddle with a dude. And plus, normally, you know, it's the dudes that protest the most that be on the low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there must be something to it because everybody was, everybody, the gay bar was trying to hit on them and all that stuff. So it's obviously something that you, you're showing that let these people think you're gay. Yeah, I think uh, he pretty much confirmed it with his behavior. Yeah, he did. So, um, my boy Steve, uh, I used to hang out with him all the time. He had a baby move, but we still keep in contact. Um, and he listened to the podcast and he wrote, he wrote us and he said, uh, yo, I've been listening to a lot of your podcasts. You and your wife have really good chemistry. Seems like you guys are real good friends and have a great marriage besides the fact that she's sleeping with Delonte West. Ah! So, you know, you take the good with the bad. So thanks Steve for the email, you know, but, um. I hope I don't. Are you sleeping with Dante West? You didn't see my brand new jazz. You will be fucked by a pack of niggers. <laughs> well, I'm black too, so that ain't gonna make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> you get raped. <sighs> oh, I gotta do the next story. Do you need your oil, baby? So speaking of Steve, I saw Steve. I didn't recognize him, but he called me later and confirmed it was him. He was on the side of the road with two police officers talking to him. And, um, you know, I just saw a nigga pulled up by the police, which is, you know, that's like seeing the sun come up every day. So I didn't really make, I didn't really make much note of it. And I probably should have because I realized 
the cell phone and police confrontations with niggas is like the new lottery ticket. Like, if you can just get you, you know, you never know where you're going to get the police brutality on film. Wow. So I'm going to start pulling over when I see the police and just pulling out my my phone and being like, and action. I am seen. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they pulled him over, and I didn't realize it was him. Um, and I just, you know, I, even if I would have recognized him, because he called me and was like, hey, man, I saw you, man. What's up? Why didn't you stop over? And I was like, who the fuck? Pulls up oh. on some police. Mm-mm. You don't roll up on the cops, man. That's how you end up getting, getting shot. shot. Yes, sir. Yeah. You call me afterwards. No, no, it's cool. I know this, brother. Okay. Bam. Take two to the head. So I ain't really risking my life. I guess you going life. to jail too, then. Yeah. And that's the other thing. When they got you pulled over, what? Now I get pulled over. What am I? Accessory? That's like, right. Like I don't like for that little bit of time, dog. You on your own, man. I, the most I can do is record it from across the street. And, I know so. You know, get you help, get you some help on that civil suit, man. But that's about it. But uh, yeah, man. He called and uh, he was really excited about Anthony getting signed too. So we talked about that. Cool. Um. So I listened to uh, Rush Limbaugh a little bit the last couple of days um, because. You know, it's same thing. Between commercial, like when it's a commercial break on a sports radio station, the only two other AM stations we have in Charlotte are both conservative talk radio. Yes, they are. So I put it on Rush because I always want to see how he's tricking these motherfuckers today. And um, ah! he has been doing some serious race baiting. Oh, he's been pimping them? Man, he has been getting it hard. Um, apparently, there's this new Black Panther party. Uh-huh. Have you heard of them at all? Well, they got in trouble la- uh, last election um, when Obama was elected because they were in uh, Philly or, or Pennsylvania or somewhere standing outside of a voter uh, place, you know, mm-hmm. where you go to vote. And they were, one of them had a baton in his hand and they were basically intimidating voters. Oh. Yeah, and that's illegal. You know, it's, it's highly illegal. It was illegal when, you know, the KKK used to do it to keep black people yeah, from voting. You can't do that. So, um, they actually got charged, got convicted. And they should have. But the Justice Department downgraded the charges, and that happened under Bush where they downgraded the charges. But then the case was basically thrown out under Obama's administration, you know. So, of course, everyone's blaming this on Obama, but what's funny is that they're trying, like, the conservative radio people are trying their best to connect the Black Panther Party to all of black people. Like, shouldn't, like, they'll start off with, you know, well, it's just like Reverend Wright, and it's just like, you know, name five other black people, you know, any. And, and, my, and my thing is, and, and, and it's, you know, I know most, most people out there could care less, and most people you meet in your life are not racist. But this trips me out. All black folks do not look the same. I know folks really think that. And I know you'll think everybody that comes with a deep voice and sound like he at the pulpit represent every black person ever. But that's not so either. Because I tell you right now, Reverend Jackson Jackson don't represent me. Al Shopton don't represent me. Reverend Wright don't represent me. Like, these people don't represent us as a group. But I think because that's what people see, they assume that you quote-unquote a spokesperson, but nobody has a spokesperson for other groups that they, every time this person speaks, everybody draws to them like they're the holy of holies for the race. Well, when you don't have um, a lot of black friends or white friends or whatever, you start extrapolating shit from other people's comments, and that's what makes it 
represent the race. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, when, because you don't open up your yeah. Rush Lamar ain't hanging out with niggas. He really think that this shit is what we listen to in the hood. So wow. I'm gonna play a little clip of the Black Panthers and what they're saying because what they're doing is playing this clip, and then when they start discussing the clip, like Rush Limbaugh or whoever will start being like. And see, this is he'll try to tie it to like uh, Michelle Obama saying that black people need to still be focused and still need to be disciplined when it comes to trying to have success in America, which I think is a perfectly great thing to say, very poignant. And they'll try to tie that to these comments and be like, why can't these people be happy? Like, like all these. Wow. Yeah, it's just race baiting, especially after we watched that cocaine documentary. It just shows you how much. Even subliminally, race plays in politics because yes, I'm sure not every conservative person is racist, and not no. everybody that listens to Rush Limbaugh is racist, whatever. Nope. But here is a dude that is peddling racism, and you yeah, cannot, yeah. you cannot defend that, and you can't get around it, you can't yeah. even deny it. And it's like what he's, what they're doing basically is he's not being implicitly racist, but he's doing enough, he's race baiting enough, and he's done it enough times for me to go. Obviously, you guys, this is racism. Alright, so let me play what these fools said, and you tell me what black people you know that this represents. And we will have an inside look at this new Black Panther Party, uh, this new video of them, and what it tells us. Your enemy cannot make you free, fool! You want freedom? You're gonna have to kill some crackers! I like how people are just walking down the street ignoring the shit out of them. But, you know, but they're recording this shit as if, like, you know, they, like, they're not showing the crowd, but they clearly wanted to seem, like, the Fox News people wanted to seem like everyone is just being like, yeah, man, yeah, right on, brother. Folks is walking straight past. Yeah, they're like, these niggas again. Hollering in the street. Yeah, five percenters again, man. I thought, I thought the Wu-Tang was over. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, well, Adams is also accusing some folks at the Justice Department of not being familiar, not just with the legal briefs in this case, but with the new Black Panther Party itself. We've got some more on that party from Rowan Trace Gallagher, who's been investigating. He's live on our West Coast newsroom. Hey, TG. We just came across some video, Megan. We cannot show it to you, but it is very inflammatory. Oh, nigga, what is this? Man. Oh, I'm bad. That's a bad link, Dan, because... They are. They do have a video on here. Protecting the new Black Panthers from voter intimidation charges. The head of the group now with these kind words. I hate white people. All of them. Every last iota of a cracker. I hate it. You want freedom? You want to kill some crackers? You want to kill some of their babies? Okay. Why would the justice now? Obviously. He's gonna go out raping overweight women tonight, but that's to teach them a lesson about how to dress. Okay, that's not about racism. That's something completely different. But nah, man, it's just kind of funny that um, I don't know anyone that talks or thinks like that. Say that again. But yes. when you start talking about those comments and trying to relate them to Michelle Obama's comments or they're different in the spectrum. Yeah, even a Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton's comments. Aren't as inflammatory as that. No, Kill it's white babies. Not. Kill yeah. some crackers. Like, come the fuck on. Yeah, that's very unrealistic. But, I mean, it's just sad to listen to, like, this clear race baiting. And there's probably somebody listening to the podcast right now 
who fucks with Rush Limbaugh pretty hard and they're thinking to themselves like I don't do nothing wrong with this shit and that's sad to me yeah like, that's sad it, you know and like if, it, if you can't see the craziness in that I don't care what color your skin is something is terribly wrong yeah uh, but yeah that's just race baiting and I thought I'd do that um speaking of people that you know can't deal with uh criticism okay my man Dan Gilbert What's up with him? You know, he got fined a thousand dollars. He should have a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand dollars, yeah. And he should have. Cavaliers owner Dan Gilbert may be facing an ugly fine by the NBA, but he won't be facing it alone. Fans are passing out the proverbial hat in an effort to show their support for Gilbert after the NBA fined him for angry comments made about LeBron James after the star basketball player announced he was leaving Cleveland for the Miami Heat. They can find Dan Gilbert, one of the wealthiest men in our city, said Heather Bowman, a diehard Cavs fan. And we're going to stand behind him and support him 100%, Bowman said. Bowman is one of a hundred, uh, one of hundreds of fans pledging to donate a dollar apiece until the fine is covered. In fact, she's writing a check for $10 to make sure NBA Commissioner David Stern gets the message. He said everything that every fan would like to say, and he just did it for us. So, um, what's funny to me about this is... These people are mad because LeBron is arrogant and self-righteous and thinks mm-hmm. he's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he was a fucking billionaire, and you're yeah. writing a check to help him out with your broke ass. A you know? billionaire, which which means which means your kids ain't eating, but somebody that can pay this damn fine themselves. If you right. really want to help Dan Gilbert, buy some season tickets, you broke motherfuckers. That's Y'all ain't about to do that shit, are you? You ain't about to go in there and watch a shitty ass Cavs team next year. No, you're not. And, 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 and support. Delonte West and uh, fucking <laughs> whatever other sorry motherfuckers you have left on that yeah, squad. That's what he's concerned about. And one good thing is that the season was already um, sold out. You know, he had all the season tickets and all that stuff. But they said that they're going to lose a lot of money like because a lot of restaurants and all that stuff. I want to see how many people are going to support that. Like yeah. he said, yeah, everybody supports you when you win. When the Cavs start losing, how are all these fans going to be in? Yeah, it's it's real easy to do that. And then uh, we had some comments on the last podcast on uh, SOHH.com, the message board. Um, mm-hmm. We went out, uh, I went out there, and uh, some people were actually talking about our last episode. Okay. Um, so uh, they were talking about the Dan Gilbert stuff, and they wanted us to talk about it. So he says, uh, the artist known as AZ says, listening to the podcast, notice a few things I found funny that happened after the decision, and y'all should mention briefly in the next podcast. The first whole, the whole Jesse Jackson comment. And how mostly white people are like, are like he went too far with that comment. Because all they knew from slavery was being the master. So, of course, they wouldn't see it the way we do. Uh, probably the funniest part in is that today I saw that Elgaskis is now planning to go to the heat. Big Z has been there since like 97. Now about to join the enemy. And we haven't seen any outrage with that. Keep nope. up the great work. Yeah, that is very ironic that... There's no outrage. People are like, well, it's because he didn't go on national TV. No, listen. Those motherfuckers are going to be mad at LeBron James for leaving anyway. You listen to the reasons those people talk about burning jerseys and shit. A lot of it's about their feeling of entitlement and the fans' sense of ownership and the fans' lack of humility and how they feel that, hey... You should be looking out for us. You're from this area. You should stay here forever. You should win a championship here. And you should never be allowed to leave. You know? Um, the other thing is, yeah, that slavery thing, um, I saw the parallels immediately. I don't think it's the same as slavery. But it's so funny to listen to white people especially say, well, you can't bring up slavery because it'd be little slavery. Like, 
yeah, we think about slavery all the time. We're sitting around writing, you you know, where where is it? Where 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 is this homage to slavery in our society? You I know? don't know. When I go to my job, I'd be afraid they're gonna put out whips and chains on me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> chain well, me to my computer. I mean, it's just crazy because it's like, listen, slavery really, as an analogy, doesn't have to be about race. Mm-mm. You, as a like when I brought up slavery referring to Dan Gilbert, it wasn't cold. about black versus white. It was no. literally about you think you own LeBron James like yeah. a piece of property and that's not true. But I do understand that in this country you can't help it. Your culture, your mentality, if you're white, has been one of, hey, we were on the owner side of things and black people was on the property side, you know, and that, that does trickle throughout our entire culture and it does shape these arguments where you do hear you know this slavery thing brought up and defended more by black people than you do by white people and you know it just it's just a weird thing but it's also it's always weird to hear somebody white go you can't bring up slavery right here it's like when can you bring it up never unless you're only talking about slavery well then fuck you because that's a parallel that's an analogy it's not saying it's the exact same but there are some parallels here and it's not it's not calling LeBron James a slave or whatever. Even in Jesse Jackson's statement, he's trying to do an analogy of yeah. you're talking about him as if he's a slave or if he's property, and he's not. So stop talking about him like that. Um, uh, this this Philly Cavs fan and these Cavs fans have been ridiculous. They're really just trying to defend their franchise. I understand, but. You know, this is the part of fan where you become a fanatic. You're not a realist a lot of times. That's true. And so there's no outrage with Big Z because he sucks. And I agree with that. He does suck uh, compared to LeBron, so they don't care. But uh, he's not a native son, even though he was drafted by the Cavs and never played for another team except um, in that trade clause this year where he never played a game for the Wizards and came right back. Wow. He didn't announce his decision on national TV. Uh, as if like that's what what's really gonna burn burn the jerseys, you know? He could have done it on national TV. And you still wouldn't have burned matter. yeah, you, you wouldn't have burned the fucking thing. Uh if this were any city I would agree to get over it opinion. However, this is Cleveland, a dying city that hasn't won a championship in any professional sport in over forty five years and in the meantime have encountered heartbreaking loss time and time again. To have their native son, best player to ever come out of Ohio, tell them to go fuck themselves on national TV is another painful blow. They'll get over it eventually, but for a while, we should let them vent. If basketball is high-paid slavery, then all sports are high-paid slavery. The reason is not that slavery is that players can choose where they want to go except the draft, but that's to maintain parity, demand trades, and if they work less productively, um, they're punished by being forced to work less. Uh, work for less, I think is what he meant to say. Another solid episode. Um, yeah, and I, I get what he's trying to say here, but when people say it's like slavery, they're not saying these dudes are literally slaves. Mm-hmm. What, what they're trying to say is, listen, these dudes are viewed completely as property. And yeah. people hate to see them take control of their home careers and get, quote unquote, out of their place. I mean, here you, you in your own thing, you're saying that he's telling... Ohio fans in Ohio to go fuck themselves. No, he's not. He was very respectful of the Cleveland fans. Said nothing but kind things. Even when they showed his jersey burning, he almost cried. The whole time. Then on top of that, what makes people from Cleveland think that people from other parts of the country care? I don't mean that in a bad way, but this could have happened in any city 
and a lot of other cities, they wouldn't have been burning jerseys. Yeah, or just, you know, the fact that you haven't won a championship, calm the fuck down. It's just a game, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? I got to burn shit down because we ain't won a ring? So you win a championship. What the fuck is that going to do for you in your life? Are you going to get a raise at work tomorrow? People, man, you put too much into sports. And I love sports, but damn, dog. I mean, I'll burn your house down and make you blow me. Keep talking crazy like this. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. get some syndrome. And uh, the this dude responded back. said there should have never been that kind of outrage because he is joining the enemy. Dan Gilbert can't wish Big Z well now that he's going with his new team, but then talk shit about LeBron. Uh, and I agree, that's hypocrisy right there. Basically, it's okay for one player to leave because he, he sucks and can't do much for you, but LeBron leaves, he's a traitor, he's Benedict Arnold and all this shit. And all these fans that, I'm not reading the rest of this, but all these fans that really support Cleveland, uh, Cleveland's owner Dan Gilbert, and they say like, oh man, he just endeared himself to the people. Let's look at the attendance, you know, let's see what happens with the attendance of these games when y'all lose. Let's see how many people come to a game to support our owner. It ain't going to be many. We got Michael Jordan here as our owner, and people don't show up to games unless you're winning. That's all right? right. And he the most famous motherfucking owner in the world. Uh, recipes, George Steinbrenner. Um, so uh, I almost lost one of our fans the other day. Oh, you did? You ran the folks off? Yeah, this dude named Righteous, and I ain't trying to spell this shit because it's all complex. But, I got a know, number three in it. I should have known he was young by the you know the way he spelled his name on Twitter. But um, he basically was going on and on about people on Twitter. Anyone who said something about Dan Gilbert or LeBron James or whatever, he would just hit them up and say, I thought, mean things to him, you know? Um, and he, he responded to me with a couple things. And, you know, I just saw that he was... Acting up, so I was like, dude, I'm not about to be arguing about LeBron James for the rest of my life, you know. And I even said to everybody, like, this thing is making me lose respect for people, you know. Like, this LeBron James thing is literally making me lose respect for people, where it's like, if you can't even understand how this isn't really about you, that's right, it was never about you. Like, then you're, then I have to lose respect for you because you don't understand the game, you know. And um, I was just like, I don't, you know, I don't believe you have to respect all opinions, you know. I don't, that's like saying that um, somebody comes up to you and is like, you know, let's kill all the Jews. And you go, well, yeah, I guess you got to respect everybody's opinion. No, you don't. Some opinions are fucking stupid. They don't deserve to be processed. So, um, anyway, he's um, he was talking to me and um, going around and around in circles when, you know, and it also disturbs me when people get in an argument and then they try to pick and choose which facts they're going to believe and which rumors they're going to believe. Okay. So the, so where you're like, well, what about the rumor that he was trying to get Chris Bosh? Oh, that's bullshit. The real truth is he's been planning this for years. You're like, well, that's a rumor too. How'd you pick that one? Yeah, over the other one. That's right. Yeah, he's expecting me to like rip him a new asshole. I'm not about to do that shit, dog. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, you know, you, you're not, I'm not going to get too upset about it. I think you're probably very young. And you're probably still in that, that old school fan mind state when you're a kid where you, you know, you lose your mind. You know what I'm saying? You, you get crazy about it. And, um, you know, I, the reason that I unfollowed him was not because of the stuff he said to me, but when I, I, you know, when people act crazy, I check their timeline. I look at what they've been saying to people. 
And he was on there telling people like, you know, I hope your 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 kid is born done, deaf and blind because the person was like, man, I would like to. Uh, there's only two owners in in sports that I would like to kill, and it's so and so and Dan Gilbert, Al Davis and Dan. No, it's that. I only want two sports owners to die, Al Davis and Dan Gilbert. And his response was, I hope your children are born deaf, dumb, and blind. Are you serious? Yeah, so, like, am I supposed like to take kid. him serious? No, that's not like a kid's comment. Yeah, and so he thought I lost respect for him because of shit he said to me. No, I looked at what you're saying to everybody, and all you're doing is going around going around talking shit to anyone who has something to say about Dan Gilbert. stuff. Yeah. Like here, no, you get a huge contract with the Heat. Nobody to claim as daddy except Delonte West and Horace Herpes spreading mother. Like, dude, that's some hateful bullshit. Wow. But you won't, you know. I'm supposed to respect your opinion. I'm supposed to follow you on Twitter. I need to know what the fuck you have to say about issues. Yeah, somebody else. It's cool. You want Bron Bron's balls in your mouth? I'm not judging you. Like that's what that's that's what your day consists of. Yeah, and it's a difference between you cracking jokes at folks and you just going all in at them. Yeah, this is your this is what you're about is finding people on Twitter and uh, making personal insults about them and all this stuff. But I'm supposed to still be like, oh yeah, dude, you're. I need to go ahead and uh, make sure that you're on my list of people to follow. And like the thing is, he hit me with a response that was like, "Good luck with your show, but I, good luck with your show, but I'm done with you and it." And I was basically like, "Good, good riddance," you know. Like I'm not cocky about how many fans we have, but I, if this is the kind of fan that's gonna leave the show because I don't agree with his opinion and because he's acting like an ass, that's fine. Yeah, and we got we got cool fans on Twitter because once he said that, they really started going in at him and cracking jokes. Like when yeah. he was like. Uh, uh, Rod going in on Drake and carrying on like scary movies. I'm through with the show. Eat. Yeah, like, <laughs> like stop being such a bitch, man. Like that's the problem. You took this sports thing too personally. You got a fucking picture on your page of LeBron James jersey burning. Like you're a little too tightly wound about a fucking sport. I don't know how old you are. I'm sure you're very young, and it just seems like the end of the world. This shit happens all the time. Yeah, it does. You, you won't be thinking about this in 10 years, dude. No one gives... Careless. LeBron James isn't going to lose an ounce of sleep over you hating on him. So why don't you just man the fuck up and let it go, man? Yeah, in a few... You know, about 10, 15 years, you graduate from college. You can get a real job. This would not be on your... And team. the thing is, you know what, man? I told him... I said, you are not going to not listen to this show. You're not going to not listen to the show. And if you do, you wouldn't be telling me. Just don't fucking listen uh, to the show anymore. And that's what most people do. Yeah, if you if you were having fun, it's the only podcast you listen to, you really like it, like you said, then who gives a fuck whether I follow you on Twitter or not? You don't got to be... If that's going to make you not listen to my show, that's fine. I don't give a fuck, dude. It really is not going to move my meter one way or another. Mm -hmm. Because the whole reason I do this motherfucking show is so I can be myself. Yeah. If, if I can, I don't, I'm not doing this show for y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that y'all enjoy it and I'm glad yeah. that we have good fans. 
But I literally am doing this shit for me because this is my time to be myself. Invent. Yeah, or not even not even invent. Half the time we don't even really talk bad about people. It's just no. a matter of look, this is me being able to be a hundred percent myself. It's yeah. something I love doing. That's true. And if that if this gonna cost me a fan because I'm calling you out on your bitch assness for defending Dan Gilbert and acting like Dan Gilbert all on Twitter, fucking with people, then maybe you should just smile and blow me, okay? Maybe you should. Maybe you should just, you know, take a chill pill, dude, because it's really not that serious, man. LeBron James, you don't own him. He made a decision. Live with it. And if you're mad at him, you know what? I'm fucking glad you're mad. I'm glad everyone who's hurt by LeBron James leaving, I'm glad. Because you deserve to be hurt. Because you're stupid for believing in a dude who plays basketball. You see him on TV a few times and you think you fucking know him. Or you've been to the games a few times. Yeah, like, you're this, for real, dog. This is this will be like me crying because Urkel punched somebody in the boob and going, But it's Urkel. Urkel would never do that to Laura. Anyway, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. I gotta, it's late and I got to edit this podcast tonight, so... Um, this has been the Black Out Tales Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Yes, it is. Um, follow me us on Twitter. I'm uh, at Rod and Prime. I'm Say Dad again. Dad as in D-A-T. And uh, just don't be acting like a bitch on Twitter, everybody. And um, you won't have to worry about a pack of niggas raping you. Okay? <laughs> so, uh, until next time, I love you! <laughs> and keep them recorders. Beep! I said I love you. I go get your oil, baby. You don't love me back. I love you too. Throw your motherfucking hand. Get on high. All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man. Get on high. Now I ain't never tell you to put down your hand. Keep them high. And if you're losing your high, then smoke again. Keep them high. Now, now, now. It's in the pocket like Wallace I got the bounce like hydraulics I can't call it I got the swirl like alcohol My freshman year I was going through hella problems Till I bit up the nerd to drop my ass about a call My teacher said I was a loser I told her why don't you kill me I give a fuck if you feel me I'm gonna follow my heart And if you follow the charts or the plaques or the stacks You ain't gotta guess who's back You see, I'm so shy that you thought I was bashful But this bastard's flow will bash your skull And I will cut your girl like past the troll I don't usually smoke but pass the drone And I won't give you that money that you asking for Why you think me and Dane cool, we assholes That's why we hear your music getting fast forward Cause we don't wanna hear that weak shit no more now, now, th- th- Throw your motherfucking hands Get them high All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man Get them high Now I ain't never tell you to put down your hands Who the hell is this? Emailing me at 1126, telling me that 
3626 plus double D. You nine girls on Black Planet B when they get bubbly at NYU, but she hailed from Kansas. Right now she just lamping, chilling on campus. Sent me a picture with a feeling on Candace. Who said her favorite rapper was the late Gray Francis? W-H-I-T, it's getting late, mommy. Your screen saver say tweets, so you got to call me and bring a friend for my friend. His name, Quali. You mean Talib, lyrics stick to your rib. I mean, that's my favorite CD that I play in my crib. I mean, you don't really know him. Why is you lying? You're cross. She don't believe me. Please pick up the line. She gon' think that I'm lying. Just spit a couple of lines. Then maybe I'll be able to give a dick all the time and get a high. Yeah. I can't believe this nigga used my name for picking up dimes But never mind, I need some tracks, you trying to pull tracks out And my rhymes is finna blow, you trying to blow backs out Well okay, you twisting my arm, I'll assist with the charm And yo, ain't you eating chicken, then I'm friends with your mom So she's the bomb, but she got the bougie behavior Always got something to say like a rookie player hater Anyway, I don't usually fuck with the internet Or chicks with no control, stuck to they arm like Nicarine Really fucking that much or trying to get on cigarettes If she think it's fly, she ain't met a real nigga yet no. I apologize if I come off a little inconsiderate I got the bubble cushion, the sister could Yo. get ahead of it Get a yeah. ride like noon or the moon or room 